0: Hey, I'm Sam Squires. Welcome to On Her Game. In this episode, I speak with rugby league player Julia Robinson. I was just shocked of how how big it just grew like, up in, like, in a good way. I always like to do my research and due diligence on guests before they come in, call people close to them and find out more about the athlete. When I talk to people about Julia, they all came back with the same sentiment. She is a top human being and the player teammates want to play with and for. Julia is a star of the Brisbane Broncos in the NRLW, has represented the Maroons and is a World Cup winning Jillaroo. But she only played her first game of rugby league five years ago. In fact, she'd hardly even watched a game of rugby league before she took to the field for the first time. Yet when she did, she discovered almost a hidden talent that's elevated her to the top of her game. I have a series in this podcast called On Her Mind, where we talk about issues affecting women in sport. And this episode crosses over into On Her Mind as Julia experienced horrid body shaming and trolling on social media last year when the Broncos put up a photo which showed off Julia's incredible physique and muscles. But Julia stood up to the trolls and in turn stood up for every woman made to feel negatively about their bodies, causing a wave of support and sparking a conversation that went viral. So we start this episode talking about a little energetic and perhaps slightly rebellious Julia Robinson growing
1: up as an army kid in Brisbane. There's two different sides of um, little Julia. There's always, there was the one, just the biggest tomboy you'll ever meet. Um, <laughs> I used to have this like little pixie cut, I used to always wear like boy clothes, like I used to go shopping in like the boys aisles, like get the... um. Yeah, just like I said, tomboy, just wear the boy clothes. Loved sport, loved the outdoors. <laughs> My poor dog at the time, you used to take him everywhere, like through the bushes, used to make him climb over these logs. Um, but, yeah, so I used to just always be outdoors. Mm. Um, yeah, just like pretty much just running amok outdoors. I loved um, exploring. Obviously grew up playing sport. Um, but, yeah, so that was that start and then, <laughs> then the little – Naughty side of Julie, like just like, um, especially going through like high school. Um, never, I was never a big fan of school, but um, mm. so yeah, just naughty. All I explained. wanted to play, yeah, play <laughs> sport. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't too naughty, uh, <laughs> but um, were you a
0: rebel? Definitely. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Were you bit rebellious? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, but um, I'm good now, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, what kind of sports? were you into growing up
1: um so when I was younger I started off with like little athletics mm-hmm. um I gave tennis a go but I don't think that stuck mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah with little athletics it was just when I was probably grade, like well grade two grade three mm-hmm. so like um that didn't really I didn't continue that when I was going through school uh, but my main sport growing up was netball. Yeah. So I played netball pretty much my whole uh, childhood up to like pretty much before I joined the Army. Um, so I played netball for like over 10 years. Yeah. Did you dream um, of being loved, a professional
0: netballer? Is it like playing for the Diamonds because the Diamonds, you know, were big when you were growing up?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like uh, when I was growing up, all I wanted to do was be a professional sport player yeah of um and netball was definitely a goal uh, I guess to be go professional for netball because growing up um obviously it was hard because um I guess netball was a very competitive sport Mm. for females Mm -hmm. um for every like team and like trials it was like hard and Mm. I guess it was I guess a proud moment when I did make like a rep team or a Queensland team Mm. um but yeah, definitely netball was a goal of mine to like pursue mm-hmm. in future. Um, but then obviously it changed, like life changed. Like I decided to join the army. I had a year, year off netball mm-hmm. um, because I guess playing netball my whole life, I kind of was just like, oh, I just need a break. Mm. Um, so I told myself, oh, I'll have a year off netball because – when I was going for a grade 12, I actually lived with my network coach for a year Yeah. Um, because my mum was deployed overseas. Sure. So she, my mum always... wanted me to make sure I go to like a house where obviously someone's responsible for me and yeah, yeah. look after me uh, and yeah. make sure I don't get into trouble. Yeah. Um, so I lived with my network coach for a year and like, yeah, she looked after me really well with her family. Um, but I think... I guess, living and breathing netball for so many years. I told myself I just need to have a break. Yeah. Had a year off, joined the army. Where did you, can
0: I ask where your mum got posted?
1: Uh, To Iraq. Wow. Wow. Yeah, my mum has been to a few places overseas. Like she's definitely has had a good career in the army. And like, yeah, she's definitely. um, She's still in the army too? Yeah, she's still in the army. Yeah. So she's been in the army for thirty four years. Wow. Great. Yeah, she, so she joined when she was seventeen.
0: Yeah, right. And what like Iraq, that would have been incredible. Any other postings that she's she's had? Um she,
1: yeah, she's, she's been to she was posted to Malaysia for two years. Yep. Um I think she's done Afghanistan.
0: Yeah. So wow. she's done a fair few. Yeah, really fascinating. What was it like having your mom in the army growing up?
1: Um it's just, I think it's just normal for me. I'm, yeah. I'm just so used to it. Like, um, obviously like I know some families struggle with it, like moving around a lot. Mm. But as I said, like, I think it was quite lucky that I was quite young, starting so minded, but yeah. I can definitely understand, say if I was a bit older, like my sister, she's older than me, she's four years older. Mm. So I can definitely see it was probably a lot harder for her, mm. especially with friends and everything, like moving around a lot. Yeah. You probably make, yeah, and go through high school, um, it a lot harder, but is she strict mind. at home um,
0: being like, because you imagine like military parents are like, your bed has to be made in the morning, like <laughs> to absolute precision.
1: Was there anything like that in how no. she was at home? Yeah. No, she was, like, well, I, I still joke around, joke around now, like how uh, the way she talks to me. I'm just like, mum, can you just talk to me like a mum, not someone in the army, please? Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, is that why yeah, you wanted like... to get into the army? Was it your
0: your mum? What, what influenced you?
1: Yeah, well, because both my parents were in the army, like my dad was in the army mm-hmm. as well, and then uh, my stepdad as well, mm-hmm. he was army. So he was pretty much army my whole, because he came into my life when I was quite young. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was army with my mum uh, pretty much my whole childhood. So mm-hmm. I guess... I always told myself I wanted to do something with action and everything. I was always just like, just wanted to
0: <laughs> Your personality. do something
1: cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, I remember I used to always go to see my my, my dad, like my dad as well, mm-hmm. and we used to always watch um, movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger with <laughs> the Rambos and everything like that. So I was just like, yeah, that's cool. I want to do that. <laughs> and is the reality um, very and- much like Rambo? <laughs> No, No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, but, um, very different.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it what you expected when you first joined the army?
1: No, not really. Like, um, I remember thinking like, I was like, oh, I have to be so fit before I join the army. And like, I yeah. thought Kapooka was going to be like really hard, but, mm. um, I enjoyed Kapuka. like like so mm. the where you have to go before you actually get into the army so it's like a 3 months down at Wagga Wagga Yeah cool and what do uh, you do there just So it's just like the initial like training like, Yeah, join getting into the army Yeah before you can go to your next step yeah. for, like your job role yeah that you've picked for when you've joined Yeah weed out the people um,
0: who can't do it give them a taste yeah, of it in a way much. Yeah yeah Great.
1: Um, yeah, so I quite enjoyed Kapuka because, like, talking about my mum, when she first joined and went to Kapuka, they did this filming called like, Women in Line. Oh. So they did like a doco of like um when females joined the army, like, yeah, about what they did in Kapuka. Yeah. And I watched it. I was like, oh my God, is this what I'm going to go through? Yeah. But it's very different now in today, like, today's sure. society. It's very different on the yeah. way. Obviously, they
0: treat you at Kapuka. Yeah, right. A lot harsher back then, with what your mum yeah. went through. Yeah, and might I might be really naive in saying this. Thirty plus years in the army, especially for a female,
1: is that does that happen that much? No, like even um, I guess you don't really hear many people staying in the army for mm. like thirty plus years mm. now. But um, she just lives and breathes the army, like. <laughs> Uh, like that's all like pretty much who she is now um yeah and I think like that's all she knows as well yeah
0: yeah what the idea of going to war is obviously you know comes part and parcel with joining the army have you had any deployments and how did you approach the idea of going to war,
1: and then my first posting was in twenty eighteen, mm. and that's pretty much when my regular league career started. Yeah, so I've actually had any opportunities to, I guess, go overseas or do like, I guess my proper job role in the army yeah. because of footy. So, yeah, um, but if if I had to go overseas, mm. I wouldn't have any problems doing it because yeah. I know that's what I signed up for, and um, that's just part of the job.
0: And you got the training to do it
1: too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, tell me how did footy come in? Because I know footy and army are inextricably linked with with you. (laughs) So tell me how did footy, or tell everyone how footy came into your
1: life. Yeah. So as I said before, um, after joining, I joined the army when I was in twenty in twenty seventeen. Did went to Kapuka, went down to Parka to do like my IETs to learn. Obviously, my job role, which is trucks and Mm -hmm. transport. And then my first posting was to Townsville in 2018. Mm. So, yeah, got to Townsville at the end of 2017. Obviously, um, started working, my like, proper work in 2018. And then it was probably in, like, March, April, um, they were looking for girls to play in the brigade comp. So, obviously, Three Brigade is Townsville and then there's seven Brigades down in Brisbane. Mm. So they wanted the girls to fill like the three Brigade, sevens team. And then we'll verse. For the ADF.
0: Is it like for an ADF um, Australian Defence Force competition? Is that
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, So we versed a few of the other teams from like Mm -hmm. Brisbane. So we came down to Brisbane and played in the comp down there. And then from that I got picked up in the Army 15, so like Union. So I played yep. Union before I played League.
0: So it was Sevens uh, that you first played for that comp? Yeah. And then played Fifteens, yeah. yeah? Yep, so I got picked in the had Army 15. Had you ever played, team. have you ever been interested in Rugby League or a Rugby Union at that stage or ever played? <laughs> no. Did you do it at school? Did you do touch?
1: Anything like that? Oh, like I played a bit of touch through like school, like yeah. sport, like how, how we had to or for then like whatever um, the sports on for that semester, that's what I did. So yeah. I played touch a little bit. Um, oh, like I remember in primary school we used to like muck around and wanting to play with the boys. And um, yeah. but that's I've never been interested in playing rugby league. Um, <laughs> I never even think it was a thing like for females to play rugby league. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so I played union. Um, and then from that. I got selected into the ADF yep. union, like so the 15. So like so we go army, so we play inter service. So we're Army versus Air Force and Navy. Mm-hmm. And then from that you get picked in like an ADF comp and usually the ADF teams versus like the police, the Queensland police. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much long story short, from the ADF union um team, one of the coaches said like, Oh, you should come play rugby league because there's a comp that's happening in a week or two I was like sure why not give that a go um <laughs> and then so I went over to the league after union was done and then um so our ADF rugby league team was being put into national championships mm-hmm. and that like, 2018 was the first year when they were scouting out for the NRLW team so... <laughs> and um yeah, so I just joined the league team and um Oh, like my coaches were, they were. starting to talk to um. The Broncos. The Broncos. Is that when? No, for like the so like the jewelry, so oh. like Jamie Feeney, and like yeah. Bucko. So, Jamie Feeney and Bucko came to one of our like ADF rugby league training sessions mm-hmm. and just like had a look at a few of the girls and everything, just keeping an eye out because obviously they they're development, so they're seeing who I guess the next potential um, players. Mm. And then from that, then played in the competition and then, um, yeah, got picked up from the Broncos from there. I'm kind of laughing in a way because
0: it's an incredible story. Like you've you've been a netballer all your life. You joined the Army. Suddenly they say, hey, come play sevens. You're like, well, you know, I played a little bit of... <laughs> Touch when I was at school. Sure. I play sevens. They're like, oh, you're good. Play fifteens, play fifteens, play. Why don't you play some rugby league in our next ADF competition? Yes. And there just happened to be Jamie <laughs> Feemy there from the Gillaroos Uh Jamie, is he development officer or is um assistant coach, Jamie? Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. And then Jamie goes, uh, no, you have potential. And the next thing you know, you're playing in the first ever nrlw comp and a couple months later you're selected for the jillaroos like the australian national team in other words you were a natural you were pretty good first <laughs> up what did you love about rugby did you love it from the first moment
1: yeah i loved it like um, actually funny story i go back to like, netball days like the parents used to say like you should play rugby league because i guess you saw how i used to play netball <laughs> i used to just throw myself around i had like no awareness of my body, <laughs> <laughs> just blowing myself. i got like, I don't know how many times I've knocked myself out, concussed myself from like, just jumping over girls. Just, oh, I love know, it. Just they no call it a non-contact sport, but we both <laughs> yeah. know that's not the case. Yeah. Very, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I guess going to league. Um, is natural. I, I definitely feel like I found my fit. In league. Did you love I tackling? Love so was that something that
0: you because obviously you play out on the wing and because you're super fast? <laughs> but
1: yeah, tackling. I love the contact. Right. <laughs> like obviously that year I didn't know how to tackle. So I was just pretty much
0: used to my body as a Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. But um, no, I love it. Yeah, good. I can't believe were you just in a bit of a spin because you thought your life was going to be an army life like your mum, and then all of a sudden, you're thrust into the spotlight, and we're talking to your LaRue's and NRLW, and you're playing for the Broncos and wearing their jersey. And <laughs> at SunCorp, is it was it a bit of a whirlwind for you, or did you just take it in your stride?
1: It was a bit of a shock. I think the whole year, just like what what's happening? Like, mm. is this real? Um, because I guess everything just happened mm. for me like that year. And like, I don't know like um, I feel like I definitely. Deserved it and everything, but yeah. it was just still a bit of a shock. I'm just like, how did this happen? And yeah. Like, I still like. We're think still about, learning like, the game potentially yeah. as well? Oh, definitely. Like, I'm still learning like, yeah. to this day. Like, I'm like learning how, like, just, and like still mastering the skills of rugby league. Yeah. Um, I think you don't, pretty So like, well. I guess <laughs> I still feel like, I'm a, I don't know, like, I'm just like, even like, since I've been playing, in the NRLW for like five, six years, yeah. I still feel like I'm so new. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Even though I'm one of the seniors at the Broncos, I yeah. still like. And now you're a world I champion. Know, when I guess. <laughs> 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 when I'm like always say, around Ali, I'm just like, I feel like I'm just still a little kid with her, like I'm learning everything. So <laughs> I don't know. And, um, I feel like I'm going to feel like that for like age, like for yeah. like a little while. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. Were you I'm an still, avid NRL still fan before? So were you still? No, I never really watched NRL. Yeah, um, because my stepdad—he was a big um, AFL fan. Sure. Yeah. Um, the, the the first proper NRL game I watched because I was living with my netball coach at the time. Mm-hmm. We went over to a few of her mates' place and we watched the grand final in 2015 against the Broncos <laughs> in Cowboys. Pretty good first game to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like whoa yeah yeah <laughs> cool so, um yeah and like even the origin i didn't really watch much origin um, growing up so yeah i was a bit i love <laughs> cool it when i
0: joined i love it we've had a um, marathon runner on the show shanae diver and she's like 10th at the olympics and um like our greatest ever uh, marathon runner she's got the record actually the fastest marathon now um for an australian woman but she um She only picked it up and discovered that she could run at like the age of 33 or something. I kind of feel in your way as well. You've discovered your secret power like later on in (laughs) life, like when you're in your 20s it feels like. yeah, Very cool. How is that balance with work? Because obviously that's the big struggle for female athletes and in the early days at NRLW because the the expectations on you are so intense and yet you still have a full-time job with a government agency as well in the ADF. How is that balancing you know, your army life with this new, you know, professional sportswoman life that you've got happening?
1: I feel like I'm very, very fortunate to be in the job that I'm in because they are so supportive. Um As I said, I was posted to town, but then they posted me down to Brisbane mm. um, to be able to play for the Broncos Great. and play in the club footy down here. Um So I'm very lucky that I had the support from the army and the defence because, yeah, like even um, going through my seasons, they would just release me like if I had to go away. Or like even when I have like my rep teams, mm. um, they allow me to go and they're just like they're yeah, very supportive um, because I know like as you said, a lot of girls struggle to have a full time job if they want to play footy as mm. well. Cause they have to give up one or the other. Um, mm. So no, as I said, I'm very lucky to have the support from the army um, mm. because they have, I guess. The opportunities for like sport players like, yeah um, so in the defense there's like I'm on the, like the elite athlete status for defense great so that allows me to get released when I have to
0: great great yeah that's awesome isn't it, it was really really cool I'm no, very lucky I want to talk about the trolling that happened this year for you in particular can you because you were in the, at the centre of this body shaming essentially and trolling incident on social media. Can you take me back to that incident last year when it first happened and, and what what happened? Take me there.
1: So obviously last year going through, I think it was our 2022 season. Uh, so we had our 2021 season that started, yeah, that started, <laughs> that started last year. Um, and we're just in our pre-season and obviously the clubs get, team fo- like photos of us training and everything so um and they post it on their Facebook page or Instagram um so yeah just one of a photo of me when I'm on the field I was wearing a singlet and shorts like <laughs> I was wearing some clothes <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> just um, to clarify yeah just to clarify <laughs> um, and then to be fair, I didn't even see the comments until a few days later, mm. and like because my grandma brought it up. So I was like, oh, your grandma um, did. You just, yeah. Oh. Um, like I did see the photo. Yeah. Um, it was a hot photo. I didn't. <laughs> um, but I didn't obviously go through the comments or anything. Yeah. Um, it's a
0: standard photo. You look great in it. <laughs> you were about to pass too. the ball, I think, and yeah. I so think
1: what, I caught the ball. Yeah.
0: yeah. What did your grandma say?
1: So it's like, oh, um, did you see the comments? Like, how would that make you feel? I was like, oh, what comments and everything? And then um, so that's when I decided to go through them. And I don't know, I, at first, like, yeah, it hit me hard. Mm. Um, I was like, oh, like, obviously it's not nice to hear that stuff. Um, and then it it does make you think, like, is this actually what I look like? Is this, like, is this what actually people think of me? Mm. Um And I guess being human, you always want to know, like, what people think of you and, like, I guess people's opinions. Mm. Um, And for me, I feel like I definitely know I have a bit more of a soft personality. Mm. Um, So I think that's why it affected me a lot more. Mm. Um, But, yeah, and then I was just, like, I left it for a few days Mm. and then um, I didn't say anything because I was just like, oh, Mm. it is what it is um and then I don't know just on my Instagram I just saw a post from another girl just saying like insecurities about muscles and like her muscles that's why does just want to wear like shorts because she doesn't like her big legs and then was that just from anyone or to,
0: someone you knew
1: or someone I knew yeah um and then it just kind of clicked to me like and like I know this girl, and she, like, if you saw it, you'd be like, oh my God, why does she have to be insecure about yeah. anything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it just clicked and it was like, why should we feel insecure, like ashamed of mm. our muscles? Like, mm. um, so that's, and that's why I made my post that I did, like on my story. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, just like, I believe that no one, like no female or anyone no. should be ashamed of what their body can do. Mm. They should be proud of like what they look like because like, and like, as I said, like what they're capable of doing with their body.
0: Yeah. What well, muscles can do for you a hundred percent.
1: I, um, cause the
0: congratulations as well, like calling, you called it out, you put the post a photo up of you and then you also put the comments of what people said you know, to you. And there were a lot of people saying that's, I don't want to bring it up, but that's a man no, or I'm, that's yeah. um, she looks like a male and just really sim- it's just stupid um, comments. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and being, I remember just being like a bit of a fist pump just going, go you, like put that up, like call that out because it's so wrong. And I remember seeing that photo of you just going, you look super fit, like super strong, super fit. And I think I contacted you as well and just wrote yeah. like, you know, for me, being a mom of two little girls, you know, I want them to see beauty in being strong and being brave. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to be fit. I want them to look to girls like you and see these strong women and just go, "Yes, that's who I want to be." Um, and so I was so grateful that you didn't cower to them and you stood up to them. It created a bit of a bit of a storm, really. Mm-hmm. Did
1: you expect
0: that kind of
1: reaction? No, like it's funny, like, um, I was on the couch with like my partner, I was like, and I was like hesitant to even post it. It's like, oh, oh, I know that I feeling. Even, like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was like, do I, I was like, do I post or was it, because I didn't want it to seem like, oh, I oh, poor me. Like, yeah, I don't you're want to, like,
0: centering yourself in some yeah, kind of like, way. Yeah, like want to, you like, shouldn't just, like,
1: get the attention. You sure, yeah. Like, like, oh, that kind of stuff, but so I was like really hesitant. I was like, I don't know, I don't ever want to do it. I post, I don't want to like cause any dramas or anything mm. like that. But <laughs> I was just kind of like, it's close. But I was like, you know what? Boom, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> post it. Um, I love that. And then yeah, like as I said, I was just shocked of mm. how much, how big it just like blew up in like in a good way. Like yes positive all way. All the support I got, um, yeah, was incredible. So, yeah. yeah, I'm glad. Like, obviously, at the end of the day, I'm glad I did it yeah. because, as you said, like I've had so many, like, like yourself, I've had so many mums mm. and even dads like message me, um, saying like, "This is exactly what I want my kids yeah. to know and grow up with, like yeah. knowing that it's a good thing and like you should be proud of mm. um, being strong and not, shouldn't be scared to be strong." Yeah, and you shouldn't be scared to
0: um. To to call out the bullies as well is what yeah. you did. I think that was a really powerful thing as well, not caring to them or ig- ignoring them. And I know there's safety yeah. in doing that sometimes, but there's a lot of power in taking your power back from what they've tried to take away from you, which is what you did. What did your grandma say once you, she saw that reaction? Because she obviously saw the comments what they put on that post. But what did she think about the comments and the reaction and the the the, the positive? positive storm that that erupted after that
1: it's hard to say of my grandma because she's <laughs> still learning how to use a social, social media <laughs> um but yeah she obviously follows like my story and like um she had all her mates uh message her like oh like that obviously my story like, yeah the situation and everything like that it was a good thing that I came out like just the way I handled it was really good too yeah. so yeah now she um obviously was very proud of me and everything were there any comments
0: in particular? Some, so, you Did you get a message from someone in particular or um, something that really, like, stood out to you? You mentioned the dads before, but there, was there something else? Was there someone else that posted? Because yeah, you oh, got a lot. There was
1: a few. Yeah. I can't even name one. There was definitely <laughs> um, a lot in, as I said, I was, like, so shocked. And even, mm. like, um, as... <laughs> I, I even got like starstruck by some because obviously like they're definitely like some people I've like looked up to, like for like athletes yeah. and everything. So I've had like Sally Pearson message me. Um, a few of the NRL boys messaged me too, which was incredible. Um, and then obviously a little bit tricky, Yeah. Um, she did her post, which was, which was just like, mind blowing. Yeah. Um, so that was very um, – very cool. Because there was a hashtag, so. show your
0: muscles as well, yeah, which was. Yeah, that,
1: that was like the RLPA. So yep. I got on board, and, which is really cool. So I got like, um obviously got tagged and some like photos from like little girls. like um like, I um, obviously tensing seeing their muscles and everything. Yeah. So that that made me so happy. Like my heart just felt so like, I don't know, like full when I yeah. saw those photos. Yeah. And, um, yeah I saw incredible. one of them as
0: well, this little girl flexing her muscles. Yeah. So with that yeah. hashtag and trying to show you what, yeah, she thought. I thought that was really, yeah, that was super, super sweet. Um, yeah. Is there a message that you would send to little girls who might be bullied for the way that they look or anything um, or not feel confident? Or maybe not just little girls, maybe just your peers, like you said, like seeing, you know, a friend that had incredible mm-hmm. muscles feeling insecure. What's your message?
1: My, I- and it's like it's honestly hard to do because I still go through it, like. Uh, but I feel like you just have to be confident in yourself and just love yourself and mm. who you are, and like, just uh, love and appreciate like what you can do mm. with your body, mm. and um. No matter like, and just like know that everyone's different, but in their own like way, like. Mm. Um. Just, I guess like we all have to accept that like we're mm. all different, but like we're still amazing. Like for like, like your your yourself is just amazing and beautiful just the way you are. Yeah, I think you just have to know that yourself. Yeah. How
0: have you always like you talked about doing tennis and not really liking tennis, but you know really loving. You know, being in the army, being around groups of people, being mm. in the Broncos and rugby league and netball—is it that team environment? Is that mm. what you love the most?
1: I just love—I love people. I love um, just being—I know part of the team. Um, I even—I was just like <laughs> watching um, King King Richard, so mm-hmm. like um, yes. on, Net, on Netflix. So yep. this William yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Serena Williams story. Yeah um I was just like oh that's incredible like obviously what they do like for like the individual athlete I was just like I just love being part of the team as well it's like I was like thinking like oh can I be like an individual athlete I was like no I just I just love people I love Mm. um I don't think there's anything more special than like being able to like celebrate with your mates with like an achievement um and then yeah just for me personally I just love around people and like just having them
0: with me so yeah um the broncos i mean you went three straight titles Mm
1: -hmm.
0: to start incredible really difficult season last season how did how did you deal with that like when you're so used to so much success and then to have a really frustrating season to miss the finals for the first time how difficult was Mm -hmm. that
1: Last year was definitely really hard um, because, as you said, we've had, like, the Broncos and we've been like uh, successful for, like, the last, like, three years, like, from, like, 2018 to 2020. Um, so last year was hard and I think the hardest part was just not trying to believe in ourselves again that mm. we can actually come back from it. Mm. Um, and that comes from, like, the whole team and I guess it's it's hard being I guess with like our how it is in the moment, I guess with new teams and you just like um mm. obviously people are going to other clubs and everything like that. So it's just like I guess hard
0: to have consistency um, and the dynamics gonna yeah, change. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: like we know it's all it's like gonna happen to every single team. But um I just love the club. Um I love like I guess a core group. I just don't want anyone to go. I just yeah. want to love the club and I just want um I just want to obviously succeed and everything at the club.
0: Yeah, and enjoy that again. Yeah. Um you are, of course, as I mentioned, you were selected in the Jillaroos um squad again and went over to the World Cup, played almost every single game over at the World Cup, and you are now the world champions, back to back world champions going over to the UK and spending, it was pretty much a month, wasn't it, over there with the girls? What was that experience like? And then, of course, to be crowned world champs at the end.
1: It was incredible. Um, Like having, we had a week camp at the Gold Coast first and then then obviously flew over to England and we were in there for like four weeks, obviously playing as well. But um, it didn't feel like we were in a footy camp. We like we had to we to keep like reminding ourselves like we're here to play and not on a holiday. It's just like <laughs> such a good crew, like um the squad was just like um incredible, obviously like incredible players, but not just like that, but like incredible people too. Like mm. everyone was just like beautiful and like we all got along, and there was no dramas and you'll think there'll be some dramas with girls, but um there was no dramas at all.
0: That's just a stereotype. Um, I find people say that to put people, (laughs) to put women down. They're always like, oh, when you get a bunch of women together, I should see them. I'm like, really? (laughs) Because I went to an all-girls school for my last two years. I've been in all women environments. I've been in a lot of all-male environments as well. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. see that at all. And what's more, I reckon I've been in a lot of male environments and newsrooms and they way yep. more bitchy than any. The all-female environments <laughs> I've yeah. had have been so positive and so supportive. I always find, like, people say that as, like, a bit of a way to kind of push down women in a, in a way. But yeah. you found that as well. Like, you had such a massive squad there, but it was yeah a joyful experience.
1: Yeah, it was good because obviously, like, tough times were going to come about selections and teams and everything, but mm. everyone was supportive of every selection. Like, there was no hissy fits or anything like that. Like we just we knew what we wanted to get done and which yeah. was to win the World Cup and yeah. and that's what we did. So um and I feel like that's why we were so successful the whole um tournament because the support that all the girls had for one one another.
0: That dynamic. It was a really good dynamic. Ah yeah. oh, that's yeah. a great recipe for success. I'm super interested in people's tattoos and you have sleeve when did you get your first tattoo and why did you get it and what do your tattoos mean
1: (laughs) Uh, so I've got a few so I've got my whole sleeve yeah um when did you get that it's a bit of a working um Mm -hmm. I didn't get the whole sleeve in the one go Mm. and there's a few different artists that done that worked Ah, on my sleeve yeah so but my first tattoo was actually on my my ribs um and both my mum and my sister have like a very similar tattoo, like same Aww. design, but I've got mine up on my ribs and they've got theirs up their back. Ah, cool. What is it? So oh, that was like my first tattoo when I was 18. Yep. Um what is it that you've got? So it's a Daniel line and then like the petals like fly off and then yep. turn into birds. Oh lovely. Yeah. Okay. Um so that's up on my ribs and then got one, another one of on my ribs here, which doesn't really mean anything. It's okay. just like a dream catcher. I got lotus flower dream catcher. Um, and then I started my arm. So I started off with like a flower in my inside mm. and then came up to like the line. And then I got pretty much all my outside done at the Gold Coast.
0: What, when was that?
1: Um, so I finished, I pretty much finished my full arm in 2020.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Very cool. And I started
1: in 20 six, 2016. Okay, long time. Yeah. So I just got bits and pieces done and then I finished my full sleeve at the end of 2020. Great. Is there any, yeah.
0: what's your favourite? Is there any that has specific meaning that, that you like on your sleeve?
1: Um, I really love like, yeah, I really love my outside of my sleeve, um, but there's no reason really yeah for it yeah uh, I just love tattoos myself yeah um yeah so I just I've always loved like the flowers and like some of the animals and like the mandolas like star tattoos so yeah I love that I have always loved tattoos I always told myself as a kid I'm gonna get this like, big wolf on my back and everything but <laughs> didn't do that <laughs> well what's next is there another one that you want at all um so I've got actually I got this one over in 148, yep, so on the my, side of your arm. Yep. Yeah, so that's my jewellery's debut number. Perfect. I love that. So, uh, like, obviously debuted in 2018. Yeah. But I feel like this is my first World Cup. Um, so that's why I wanted to get my debut number done overseas. I yep. always remember it. Yeah. It first World Cup. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, more tattoos for my grandma. If my grandma's listening to this, she probably have a heart attack. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: She reads the comments
1: um, on like Facebook pages, so yeah. there's a good chance she's going to be listening. Hi, grandma. There's <laughs> um, always the yeah, temptation to see more tattoos. Um, still working out what I want and where I want where I want them. But we well, have we'll see what... Been talking to my tattoo artist, so yeah, there might right. Be another one coming soon. <laughs> really cool. So what yeah. what is
0: next? What does the future hold for for Julia Robinson? What do you want?
1: I feel like. I definitely want to make 2023 the best year Um, just in everything I do, like mentally, physically, there's a few little goals I want to achieve, but I'm going to keep them up in my sleeve. Um, (laughs) um, I'm trying to work on now. So um, I don't know. I feel like I know this is very just basic, uh, not basic goal, but just like, um, I don't know, just. I just want to be the best I can be hmm. um, in everything I do. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just my overall goal.
0: Well, I think you're doing pretty well with rugby league and being <laughs> a great advocate and role model for little girls out there. So um, thank you so much for everything you've done. The final question, though, that we ask every guest is if you could go back to a little Julia Robinson, 10 years <laughs> old, who loves her netball and you know, her mum's, you know, traveling here there and, and is an army mum and you're an army kid, what would you go back and tell that little Julia?
1: I feel like um just if you have a goal in your mind, don't let anyone change like have that effect on that goal. Like um always just believe and like know that you're capable of a lot and just mm. keep pushing for that dream.
0: I love that. Thanks so much, Julie. I loved it. I can't wait to see what you do in 2023. And I want to see those goals come to fruition. You don't have to tell me. It's okay. (laughs) On Her Game is presented by me, Sam Squires, producer Lindsay Green, audio producer Nikki Sitch, Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin.